people shitting at work. <laughs> this little guy stares at me when, when he poops. <sighs> I'm always like, look me in the eyes. Right? It's like dogs. <laughs> like, well, actually, the reason they do Watch it. The reason dogs do it is because it's when they're most vulnerable. So they're like, I'm, you better tell me if I gotta start running. Um, somebody say something funny so we can laugh at maximum volume. Those so guys are white. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's how that works, right? That's... Those guys aren't. Those guys aren't. Cutting jib, fellow adult. Cutting jib. <laughs> what? 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 Bitch says what? I'm gonna grab a... Is that chick flicks with dicks in Latin? Yes. That's fantastic. The best part is it has cum in it. So we all got it, right? We're able to sing that now? Yeah, we're able to... All right. <laughs> Four parts. <laughs> We can all Bobby McFerrin this, right? Yeah. We can get eight parts out. They're not going to be a good eight parts, but I'm sure we can do it. I'm going to grab a beverage. Does anyone need anything ahead of time? I have tiny Cokes. Are they tiny or are you just big? What? He's a tall man. Oh my God. I need to take a dick pic of one of those next to my dick. <laughs> yeah. Ladies. You get a doll hand as well. Like an American doll hand? To be holding it because then it's consistent. <laughs> and then a huge ass fish in the background. <laughs> Chick fucks with dicks. How are you feeling? Like right now? Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. Good, Dustin. Feel happy. I like that. As long as happy is there. Um, so you ready to I'm good, Stein. Thanks for asking. <laughs> I was going to ask you, like, nobody cares. The intro. <laughs> nobody cares. Speaking of Donald Faison, I don't understand how he was not in the craft. It yes. has Brick and Meyer. <laughs> that was exactly. Brick and Meyer is in the craft. And I, I thought that they were legally obligated to appear together, together in films. They just were, like, hand in hand in the mid-90s. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like someone really dropped the ball here. Alex, how are, uh, how is everything going with the new pop? Uh, he's doing really good. He's taken to his home pretty damn well. He's imprinted on me to the point of annoyance. <laughs> but, I mean, that's a good thing. At least, I think he won't run away now. Uh, his name is Dio. He is a mixed black lab. There is so much testosterone right now. Mm-hmm. <gasps> uh, dicks! Chick fucks with dicks. This year can't eat our shit for racist swaps of COVID. Escape with quarantine, so come with us if you want to live. It's time for season two, you know with who the dicks are back. So get your earballs up with Alex Shu and Zach Attack. Chick flicks with dicks. Oh yeah, it's Chick flicks with dicks. Oh yeah. Chick flicks with dicks. You know it's Chick flicks with dicks. Dustin. Yes. It is better than you should rush up on this blade than enter the circle with fear in your heart. How do you enter? Uh, with perfect love and perfect thrust. Trust. <laughs> trust. Christina, it is better than you should rush upon this blade than enter the circle with fear in your heart. How do you enter? Who the fuck is Christina? Stein. I'm Christina? It is better that you should rush upon this blade than enter the circle with fear in your heart. How do you enter? Two and a half inches. <laughs> about 60 miles an hour. Welcome, sister. Alex, it is better that you should rush upon this blade than enter the circle with fear in your heart. How do you enter? Without consent. <laughs> Welcome 
Well, now I can't use Whoa. gaming consent. <laughs> you just fucked it up for me. God damn it! If you were a vampire, it'd be so fucked. Welcome to this year's no. I am a vampire. That's why you're in my take house. On the craft. I am a vampire. That's why you're in my house because y'all didn't invite me to your house. I did invite. You were always invited to my house. I know. Okay, good. Frankenstein, monsters, Halloween. <laughs> Guys. Spooky. Hey, welcome to our third annual Spooktacular. I'm your host, Zach Stein. With me, as always, co-host extraordinaire, Alex Schumacher. Maker. And joining us again as part of the team, Krista. You were channeling some major Venture Brothers vibes there, and I'm here for it. That's hey, thank you. Uh, no problem, no problem. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. We would also, you know what? I don't even want. I'm not going to introduce the guest. You know what, Chris? I want you to introduce the guest. <sighs> we are joined this evening by Dustin Cohenauer, who is very cute and smart. Not at all true. And very it, true. A hundred percent. Not even thank Dustin Cohenauer. <laughs> <laughs> I've been lying to you. <laughs> so, fun fact: you don't even know my real name. I'm the Lizard King. Fuck. I wish she said our real name, because that would <laughs> Well, fun fact, uh, I didn't know a Dustin until I only knew Justin's. I knew, like, four Justin's before I ever even knew Dustin was a name. And when yeah. I met Dustin, he was, like, a dirty kid. Like, he was <gasps> they a, do exist! He was, like, he was like Pigpen, essentially. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, like a Dusty Justin. <laughs> so, every single time I hear the word Dustin, I just think Dusty Justin. No, 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 no. A God, Dusty that's Justin beautiful. is that sex move where, uh, you know, you, you get on top. And Missionary. You, just, you can only do it with someone who is an innie, though. It doesn't work with Audis. <laughs> Why would you fuck a car? Why would you fuck an no, Audi no, vagina? No, 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 no. You fuck their navel. <laughs> Don't fuck the Navy. No, not the navy, the navel, the belly button. It's you know the thing that makes you go. <laughs> anyway, what's a belly uh, button? Yeah. So when you have sex, I forget with belly you're button, one of those pod people. Yeah. That's a, that's a dusty Justin. That just makes me think that somewhere along the line, you probably paid good money to use an umbilical cord as a like pocket pussy. Who are cells, you talking about? Anybody. Oh, okay. If that's okay. a thing, if it's so common yeah, for yeah. a name, I know somebody has. Somebody's had to. Somebody's fucked an umbilical cord? Probably. Well, yeah. The yeah. earth is 6,000 years old. Yeah, there are some sick fucks out there. It's not actually in line. I believe in science. <laughs> the earth is 6,000 years old. I believe in the dinosaurs. I just, listen, I just didn't want to be misrepresented. Imagine, like, living as someone who just doesn't appreciate dinosaurs. Misrepresented? I didn't want to represent myself incorrectly. Okay, gotcha. No, 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 no. you think some of our listeners are... No, no, no. I wanted to be clear that I am not an evangelical Christian. Yes. I feel like if we have any evangelical Christian listeners, that's where I was going with it. Yeah. That they probably shouldn't be listening. Oh, no, they definitely should. Also... (laughs) Come to not Jesus, children. We will make your life better. Come to Cretesis. Come to Christ. Speaking of come... Uh, so if you just Google umbilical cord fetish, uh, apparently it is a real thing and it's part of the Lakota Sioux traditions. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. Well, I apologize. To way to be racist. Yeah. Like that. Way to go. Way to go. Uh, um, so. <laughs> they sound really good right now. Uh, the more they always know. sound good. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> this is uh, chaos. This isn't. No, no. It's beautiful this, chaos. This is. Glory. This is poetry in motion. It really is. It's chaos. Yeah. It's like a verbal hand job. All of our listeners should know that the men are thrusting wildly. 
right are, now. Are we always? With our testicles out. Yes. They're just <laughs> swinging in the breeze. on display. Oh. Yep. Like those, those Mine don't the, swing. the, the, the click clackers that you play with as a kid. You know, <laughs> it just goes back. You get them from the dollar store. You yeah, know, yeah. Like, click, 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 click. Yeah. Some of ours have a higher pitch than others, you know? Well, mine can't do that. It'll, co- it'll cause a singularity. <laughs> How long have we been talking? We're on to oh. Alex's balls. Did you know the Hadron Collider is actually just a, like a one to like one thousand scale of my balls? That's yeah. how they split the atoms. That's how they. Wow. That's it's just it's just like those like office balls. Science. <laughs> it's <like clean> balls. <laughs> Bet you guys didn't know that you were going to learn something coming to this podcast. We learned so much today, so much, and we're only thirty eight minutes in. Fuck like, yeah. Think about it. We'll get to the movie eventually. So this it's movie. Fine. Speaking of come, I'm sitting in Alex's gaming chair. <laughs> <laughs> I always win, baby. Uh, uh, his KD ratio is out of this world. Uh, what game do I play? Overwatch. Oh, good fucking. Place. <laughs> I was like, I got him. Okay. Oh, there's also Korean representation. Her name is Diva. She looks just like you. Tits and all. Tits and all, and uh, little mech. Little neck, mech, mech. Oh, mech. okay. As in, like she fights in a mech. I thought, I thought you said no neck, and I was like, I no, I need both hands when I fucking strangle you. <laughs> you usually only use one. Though. Yeah, I know. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> Got to caress you with the other. That's true. Intercourse. Just true. fucking choked. Not just gonna say good. Tonight is so erotic. We are at full mass the entire time. <laughs> it's sad same. Krista's is still better than mine. That's you know. I listen, listen. I was given a gift. Mine's like the one that they handed out in parking lots at, after 9-11. You know, yours is like the one that they actually put up. Like, <laughs> in, in the Unido. suburbs in the 80s, mm-hmm. yours just showed up in a little, like, pamphlet book along with coupons for yep. Tide. And, <laughs> this is beautiful. You know, steak and shake coupons and Burger King promos. I, want steak I, me- and shake. I remember steak and shake. I want promos. And if you were a poor enough kid... That was like the best day ever. I mean, you got to take those coupons apart at the perforated edges, mm-hmm. flip them over, and then you had a puzzle. Christ, mm. <laughs> <laughs> my childhood oh. was awesome. <laughs> God damn. Perspective. No shit. <laughs> oh, these shoes, I do not like them. <laughs> Chick fucks with dicks. So for this year, we took on The Craft. Nice little throwback. Dustin, really glad that you could join us for this episode. Yeah. Uh, normally, I, I, I'll pull up just sort of a, a rundown of it, but this time, I oh, thought we could just kind of dive in. I was going to say, it's it's super easy. I mean, you literally just dropped the Mean Girls episode. It's just Mean Girls, but spooky. It's it's a spooky Mean Girls, exactly. Right? Yeah. I, I, yeah. Would, I would say, yeah. But it's where... Janice Ian's wet dream. Ooh, okay. That's... Yeah. That's, yeah. That's a good take that's on it. beautiful. <laughs> Oh, well, you're welcome. Very good take on it. I like that. If Janice in, if she danced in the WAP video, <laughs> there we go, and just got her juices on all of the female characters from Mean Girls, and they each turned into one of the witches from yeah. the craft. At one point through here, I was wondering, wait, why did they call it the craft and not the coven? And then, like, two minutes Second. later, no, it was it literally... Wasn't, it, it wasn't even a minute. Not even a full minute. Is when the bookstore person literally handed her the book that says The Craft on it. And we both went, oh. Hey, that's like the title fit. of the movie. They exactly. already had the props made. Now <laughs> I get it. It was just a big miscommunication. And they're like, eh, whatever. What's that note? Say? I thought this said... Fight bo- between Nev Campbell and Lacey Chabert? Nev Campbell, hands down. It says... Bobby Boucher's girlfriend. I thought it said Bobby Bunch's 
G. I was like, what the fuck is who's Bobby Bunches? I said Billy Madison's girlfriend. <laughs> whatever, whatever her name is, it, it was Vivi. Which she has played the exact same character. I'm. I believe that well, they're in the same universe. A lot of a lot of actors are playing the same character in this. Like if Robin Tooney isn't careful, I mean, between this and Empire Records, she's gonna get typecast as the girl who can't die right. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair like, enough. <laughs> when I was watching it, and then she said the line, "Was it Bobby Boucher's girlfriend that said, well, you cut the right way,' or something like that, or was it Nev Campbell she's that like, said that? What? It was Nev Campbell. Yeah, she's like, well, you did it the correct way. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was fucking creepy. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed. First off, recognize that Nev Campbell and Skeet Ulrich are both in this. I didn't realize that they both were in it. So Scream is my favorite horror flick for many reasons. It's, it's a piece of it is nostalgia for me. I mean, who um, doesn't like seeing David Arquette getting stabbed every once in a while? Also, huge thing for Nev Campbell. And I really like Skeet Ulrich. I, he always plays like a creepy guy, but he's good at it. But did not know that they were in this and then immediately in Scream together. But again, really, really weird that Brecken Meyer's there and Donald Faison is nowhere to be seen. Exactly. And the, but there was one black guy that got a weird line, and I remember writing. I, I think I wrote a note in here like that seems like a Donald Faison line. <laughs> and oh, I, I'm so trying they, to remember they, they what had it a was, placeholder but... for him, and he just wasn't available. Yeah, where he's just gonna show up on set because he does that. Yeah, <laughs> he was just off getting blazed in his winning. Very well could have been. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I wish I was a Breckenmeyer wiener. My first note in this was vagrant with snake. <laughs> uh, we were looking at the IMDb page, yeah. and uh, it turns out. That was his title was Vagrant. And I was like, huh. I don't know why I didn't say hobo with snake in my note. I don't use the word vagrant often, like, at all. But that, he's a vagrant. Exactly. Like, Like, in my head, it just kind of, that's where I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My first note was uh, Kristen Stewart and Natalie Portman fucked and had a goth baby. And that's who Nancy is. And went back in time and had a goth baby. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's... My my thing though is the vagrant. Like so, his his appearance at the beginning is one thing until you get to the denouement of the movie, and and when you hit like that whole scene where Bonnie and Rochelle come after Sarah at the end, and they're like, hey, you know, no hard feelings about us trying to murder you, right? Mm-hmm. And and you get a scope of like how big like their driveway is. I mean. So that guy didn't just, like, walk off the street and, like, walk up to the house. Like, he had to, like, come up the driveway, yeah. around the corner. It looked like a gated driveway. Yeah. Like, like, it's like, okay, where did this guy come from? Like, how did he show up here? And well, wasn't, like, the house abandoned, essentially? Like, it was leaking and, like, your windows yeah. busted out? No, just, I, I think he was squatting in that garden. Oh. Yeah, I think I think it was squatting there. That would almost make sense. Because when they do walk in in the beginning... Well, that makes sense of why there were so many snakes there. He That's where he kept his snakes. <laughs> Is there, on the cutting room floor, a C-plot about that house? Because they very clearly set it up, and then and we they don't... Did nothing with it. Until the very end. Yeah. I, I, I'm really confused about what this movie wants to be. I felt like there was a lot, and yeah. they obviously had to cut it down to what... It, I didn't think the runtime was terrible. No. Um, we had a point where we were like, oh, shit, like, we're, okay, it's making good pace. I, uh-huh. I, so cutting-wise, I think they did a decent job. Other than that, yeah, I feel like there are some aspects that I, were probably left out that could have well, added they, a little more to it. They, they had to make room for the whole, hey, let's all go traipsing around in the wilderness oh. and, and pass a knife back and forth. And then, yes. Yeah, in, in the middle of the afternoon, yeah. the most traditional of witchcraft times. Well, I mean, you know, 
137 p.m. That's the witching hour. That's because well, by then they'd already burned their budget and they're like, oh shit, we have to do this. We don't have lights. No, no, no. Here's the thing. Witches operate at night, right? Opposite of humans. But bad humans, like the cool ones, were night owls. So them being doing shit during the day, they're being the night owls of witches. They're just that fucking cool, Krista. Are they though? Yeah. What, time? She wears leather okay. and fucking spikes. Of course she's cool. <laughs> that's true. That's, that's very true. Yeah. They just had to get back in town before the mall closed so they could get to Hot Topic. Yeah. Give Dio so a shout out for... in the episode. Okay. All right. Yeah, we'll do it. And then we'll drop a picture of him, too. That works. On our, our, our gram. I have so many. Is that many. what the kids call it? The gram? The gram, yeah. yeah so. Kids aren't using Instagram. They've migrated entirely to the TikTok. Oh, man. TikTok actually kind of fucking scares me. It just reminds me Chinese. Of... <laughs> well, yes, but it's, like, dystopian. It makes me feel like a... Like, so, you know, like, like, that girl voice that comes on, like, this is how you do this, or, like... The robot? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, The fact that that's so easily, been so easily embraced by people, it just kind of fucking scares me. I'm just, like, I feel like I'm gonna be playing Red Light, Green Light with, a, like, that voice that's gonna sh- <laughs> fucking shoot my ass. Red Light. Green Light. It just scares me, man. Squid Games is really good, though. You know, I haven't watched it yet. Uh, I enjoyed I the shit out of it. Yeah. Squid Games Did and you? then um, Only Murders in the Building on Hulu. It has. I want to watch this. It's so, so fucking good. Is it? Okay. It okay, is. Okay, good. Did you like it? <gasps> good. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's real good. If you're like, give me a trio, I wouldn't put Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez. Well, but Chevy Chase wasn't available, so they... Yeah, yeah. It's fucking brilliant. So they brought in Selena Gomez. Yeah. (laughs) No, no, Steve Martin. Well, then who do we replace Chevy Chase with? I don't know. uh, Selena Gomez? Like those three. diversity hire. (laughs) Those three should not have chemistry, and they do, and I love it. I think she's fantastic. She is. I've liked her all the way back to Wizards of Waverly Place. She did a movie. uh, It was like a little. Did she do Camp Rock? It was like a B movie where. Paul Rudd was in it. Ant-Man 2. It's like his <laughs> his like nephew or something is dying of cancer or something like that. Is it the he takes him on the a caretaker? Trip and, yeah, 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 that's it. And takes him on a trip and they, they come across Selena Gomez's character who's like, this is the first time I heard her like swear full on just <laughs> dropping F-bombs and stuff. And she does it gloriously. It's, yeah. There's an art to swearing and she was very good at it. So, so wait, wait, wait. You're telling me Paul Rudd had a role where he was like... His character was taking care of like a sick child. Yeah, yeah. the fundamentals and, of caring. And he just that's it. Yeah, and he just didn't give the kid the key to immortality because clearly he has it. <laughs> <laughs> what a dick! <laughs> Sorry, you're dying, kid. You can stab us. Yeah. <laughs> so, mm. Catholic high school. Mm-hmm. Noose in a locker. And speaking of Catholic high school, this that little... they leave open. They just open the locker, locker, pull it out, and walk away. Mm-hmm. We found out. Apparently, Alex thinks that all middle-aged men, middle-aged white guys, with with bug eyes, look like James Spader. Could they fucking do? Okay. I'm so gonna stick three separate actors as James Spader. Three, really and not out. one of them was James Spader. <laughs> James Spader is secretly a fan of this podcast, and he's going to hear this and stop listening. I love, I love James. He's going to tear his poster about him <laughs> and cry. Boston Legal. I loved him. Yeah. Him and Shatner together were glorious. Speaking of Shatner, he was he was, he was in space this week. Yeah, for the wrong company. Yeah. None of them are the right company, but whatever. I think he realized that when he tried to give a speech about how moving an experience it was, and Jeff Bezos interrupted him so he could spray William Shatner, recovering alcoholic William Shatner, with champagne. Like class act right there. Hey, but good for him, Captain Kirk. I love you. Like, who's going to turn down him. a free space trip? 
True. I, whoa, 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 yeah. whoa. Shatner was Captain Kirk? First gen Captain Kirk, yes. Uh, also, I don't mind Chris Pine as Captain Kirk. I thought that the casting was very good. Yeah. I like Star Trek more than Star Wars at times. A lot of times, actually. So. And talking about the mass immigration of the Star Wars fans? Yeah, the Star Wars Trek. Yeah, Star Wars <laughs> The Star Trek Wars. No, no, no. no, no, no. That, that, those were the deadly wars over to the people of the fucking original Star Wars fans and the uh, Deep Space Nine fans. Gotcha. Next generation fans are in a higher plane of fighting. Yes. Because, you know, Picard. Uh, <laughs> you mean the Professor Star- X? Yes. Is that- okay. yes, but the Star Wars Trek was the mass immigration of Star Wars fans. Gotcha. Into a volcano. You know what I like most about this so far? Hmm. This conversation is just as focused as the movie was. Honestly, though. Yeah, I would say so. Let's really kind of hone in a little bit, because we've talked a little bit about some of the magic, some of the whatever. Okay, so basically, new girl comes to town. Who's that girl? Which, I have a lot of thoughts about the setup of this movie when we are ready. New girl comes to town. Little odd. Then and we has also kinetic abilities. We're introduced to that because apparently she can hold a pencil up with her mind and drill it into a desk really slowly. Which it's more than just holding it up, and it's more than just making it spin. It's the fact that she's doing it so controlled that really I was like, oh shit, that's real power. That's controlling. It's actually uh, a sign of weakness. She should have been using that time to study. Clearly, she has great potential, but she's fucking wasting it. She has ADHD. It's fine. Fucking throw she has to follow the dopamine like that. <laughs> I just wanted her to look over at them when she's doing it and just go, hey, let's see a magic trick. How about a magic trick? That's exactly what he said when she was so doing do you, it. Do you think I Am Nude is like Red Linda Witch? And then we are suddenly introduced to three, I guess, I don't know, were they goth? Is that what they were trying to get? One I, was goth. I mean, you got to think one it's was this goth, is mid-90s. One was black and was one like, was scarred. Yeah, th- okay. there were there were rejects in a, enough, in, yeah. in a weird yeah. way because I mean Nancy, you completely understand, but Bonnie, Rochelle, no, they're attractive young ladies. Yeah, yeah. How absolutely. have they been rejected by society? Confidence to a young woman if she has scarring on like what twenty percent of her body scarring. Well, I mean, I mean yeah. script writing. To be fair, That's they were also going to a Catholic school. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Where it, it, it's definitely if they've been going there, they've probably been raised in that. So they've probably been told if there's something wrong on you, it's because you deserve it. Like I mean, some, is, in some form. is there an organization more heinous than the Catholic Church? Yeah, the Church of Scientology. I was just about to say, I was like, I mean, you might want to turn that up. Oh, you can label one. an SP. I was leaning into so, the microphone and I'm just leaning back. So I'm like, oh, yeah, that's what I'm going to say. Oh, yeah, there's, there's that. Um, God, could you imagine how much better this movie could have been if they were all just Scientologists? <laughs> that would have been hilarious. And mainly because... I would have named it a comedy and put it right up there with Earth Girls Are Easy at that point. Yeah. So he said that the the woman who played, the actress who played, portrayed uh, Nancy was summoning her inner Tom Cruise in a lot of these scenes. Yes. And she, so Scientology <laughs> does play, actually play into this in a way. Uh, so she was really calling on that Tom Cruise You're energy. sorry! Specifically Tom Cruise uh, from like Interview with a Vampire Tom Cruise, which was only a couple years before this. So it was like, I feel like she watched that performance and just adopted a lot of it, which is fine. Whatever. You know, young actor. Tris. Tur. It's technically supposed to be a unisex term. She was now, 47 when she first <laughs> Chick fucks with dicks. So we're introduced to these three girls, and, and they're, they're definitely rejects, but we can tell that they're a clique and believe in some things. Uh, what things? They never explicitly say, like, 
well, that they're Wiccan or anything. Well, their, yeah. ideo- their ideology is they like to uh, lure homeless people into traffic. That is definitely... That's their, I that's feel like, their goal. I, I don't know. You know For a split second, I thought that I was watching Shazam. Because dude steps out into traffic and no one bothered to slow down. They're just like, you know what? I gotta get to Hot Topic. No one. Did. They just continue on and then they run over the guy and they're like, you know what? Can't stop. Got things to Can't do. Can't stop, won't stop. No, <laughs> I've got errands here, people. And yeah. they just keep going, and no one else bothers to stop. And it's like, oh, wow, that guy ahead of me just ran someone over. Well, you know what? That's okay. Good thing I refilled the wiper fluid. Likely story, except for one key factor. They're going to Spencer's. That's where all the cool t-shirts are. That's true. They yeah. don't put butt stuff t-shirts you, at Hot Topic. You found Topic. me out. Mm-hmm. I'm actually sponsored by Hot Topic. That's right. So, <laughs> Makes sense. Getting paid. To How the fuck to... did you get a sponsor and we haven't yet? <laughs> you gotta want it, Stop. You, you gotta want it. Who would, who would our sponsor be? I wrote it on a vision board. Uh, Probably like a sex toy company or something. Yeah, yeah. Which honestly, I'm okay with. Or NordVPN. Yeah. Surfshark, I'm going to be real. I adore that Surfshark just has an ad campaign now that's like, hey, you can pretend you're in a different country and watch shit illegally. That's why we exist. Yeah, I just, I fucking love that. We're for piracy, baby. Yeah. It's like fucking Napster making TV commercials. Oh, Napster. Napster was making TV commercials. Has Raycon reached out to you at all? (laughs) What about BetterHelp? Ooh, better help. We can get that one. <laughs> They're gonna reach out like you need our services. So we have the three rejects mm-hmm. who are looking for their fourth. Why are they looking for four people specifically? Uh, because apparently they're a circle. But circles aren't four-sided. That was a whole thing that we went through yeah. when we were watching this. Someone said something about it. Then they're a compass. I said, you're going to bitch, get we're a square. Circle. And said, you're a square at best. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great fucking point. The reason like, that they did that because they, like, they needed symbolism of north, south, east, and west. They all end up somehow clicking together when New Girl goes to this high school. Well, they so, can bond we... over their casual rape. Like, they're they're all okay for casual that's, rape. And that's like, not till later, though. Yeah, but they were already talking about it. I said, like, you know what would be really great? Raping people. Let's <laughs> just, just get that in the open, you know? Yep. I mean, you want to know those things with your friends at the start. And it's like, hey, real quick. That's how I became friends are, with Alex. Are you pro it? You'd be okay with some casual what's rape, your, right? What's Otherwise, your rape I mean, stance? why are we even doing this? Well, pro, pro rape is just crepe. I thought that that was poor people's crepes. No, no, no. It's yeah, also a Same pro- thing. Thank it's you. like vote yes on Prape 8. I have to say, some of the camera work in this, I was actually kind of impressed with yeah. at times. Oh, oh, anyone else find... At, by the end of this, I was furious at the movie because it's like, did they waste a good director on this? Yes. Because towards the end, as Nancy's very tenuous grip on reality just keeps loosening and loosening, they use a lot more Dutch angles mm-hmm. whenever they're showing her, and it's like, fuck you, director. Yeah. Who the hell do you think you are pulling this shit? That whole thing at the end when she's in the insane asylum, when she's Mm -hmm. in her, it opens up. And that was the first thing I said. I was like, I was like, that's a dope ass shot. Like that was fantastic. Yeah. That a good director was definitely wasted on this film. Not that the film was bad. We'll get there. But yes. Yeah. Chris has got something. No. I just give it. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Y'all look preppy. Well, I think. (laughs) Wow. In my own home. (laughs) Yeah, it's not prep if it's in your own home. That's <laughs> not how praping works. <laughs> so, I just think this was just a very weird movie to give the background on the creation of macaroni and cheese. I'm going to need some elaboration, please, Mr. Schumacher. Craft. 
Oh, yep, yep. Magic created the first Mac. I see what you did there. Mm. Yeah, I have issues with the writing in this movie and the way they set it up. Give okay. me the setup, I, and guys. Everybody knows by now we are almost done with season two. I'm fucking terrible with the character names and I, I give them weird nicknames or I refer to them by characters from other things I know them from. So help me out. Yeah. Yes. Mancy. Bonnie. 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 Rochelle. Rochelle. Deb from Empire Records and Ben Stiller's wife. But what's most important <laughs> is Monsieur Thepot. <laughs> that is James Spader. Hey, that guy looks like the guy from... Uh... Crank, the doctor, who also looks like Robert California from The Office, who I thought who was James, James who is James Spader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought they were all just the same fucking guy. That's fair. Yeah. Okay, so break okay. this down. Oh my god, are you James Spader? <laughs> he doesn't have bug eyes. No, he doesn't. Fair. He doesn't. He's very nice eyes. I like them. Oh my god. He's like, shit. <laughs> when you have a movie, Can you my most stories begin with one or one of two situations. Either the main character is entering a new situation, such as a new person in school, moving, whatever, or something happens and it changes the direction of their life. And so, mean girls, new girl in school. Teen witch, new thing in her life. So when you are setting that up, there are assumptions that are made based on which one you pick. And this is doubly true if you have a movie that features magic. So Teen Witch, we have a girl. Like, she didn't move. She is what she is. She's turning 16. There's an impetus. She finds out when she's 16, she's going to get magic powers. That setup tells us that the universe we are in, most people don't do magic, but it's real. And the journey is going to be looking at how this change affects this character, specifically through relationships to other people and themselves. If you look at Hocus Pocus, you have a brother and a sister move to a new town. And to make this work, the movie opens with the Sanderson sisters dying. So we immediately know, by the time we see our protagonist, that this is a universe where magic exists and people may not be act Like, it's not a new thing for magic to appear. It's become more. Yeah. Like, it, it's already there. So that kind of story is focused on the action. Like, we want to see how the challenges that are presented to our protagonists change them. That's a quest more than Yes. Anything. This movie chooses the Hocus Pocus route, but then the rest of the universe and story is Teen Witch. We have a new person in school who apparently has magic, but doesn't, like, believe in it. Really? Like, she has to be convinced to become a witch. and I can just, oh, I've always been able to make shit float yeah. in my mind. And nobody else... Doesn't everyone do that? Like, nobody reacts to magic in a sane way, but it's also not in to any... To be fair, Nev Campbell does come when she sees her spinning that pencil. That's true. That, okay, fine. One person. But, like, yeah, but nobody else... Movie, in... Chris, like, it's like, holy shit, you guys just use magic? And he just takes that so nonchalantly. He's just like, you're a witch. You're a witch? Yeah. Like, no yeah. way. Yeah. Like, but it's not earth shattering to him. It's just like, no. I knew it. Like, it's just. He was also drunk. Yes. But so. nowhere else. We have the bookstore and we have the witches. That is the only magic in this universe. That's not true. And it's set up to be an action-based plot, but it shouldn't be. It should be a character-driven plot because what actually matters is the relationship that the witches have with each other and themselves. There was also magic. And I'm so, very mad about so it. So what you're saying is the real magic is the friendship that they made along the way? Yes. 
oh my god, we were wrong. It's not Mean Girls. It's Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. <laughs> <laughs> there was also magic in the picture, which moved with her. So obviously there is magic in San Francisco. There is magic in the universe. But it's not acknowledged. In San Francisco, and it's treated like... In San Francisco is included in that universe. The way it's set up is this is the same universe that we live in. Because when we start the movie, we have no reason to believe this is like a magic common universe. San Francisco or no, LA. They came from San Francisco. LA. La? Yeah, La. I'm sure. La. The. And I just, I just wish they had picked one or the other. Like either... Pick a lane. Yeah. Have her coming back to school the summer after her mother died. Now these powers are manifesting themselves. Boom. So much better. Because you don't have to do any work of building relationships. The girls become friends and they go on this journey together and all of a sudden they realize... So Nev Campbell's the one that points out she had this dream. So apparently some of her powers that are, are for her are premonition. Yeah. So she has a dream that they will find their fourth. And that's when the new girl comes to school. That's when she, Nev Campbell sees her doing magic with the pencil in the classroom. And she says, yep, yeah, she's definitely our fourth. <clears throat> so you're saying she's an oracle. Yeah. They become friends-ish, I guess. Uh, uh, they become a coven. And they go to a, there's a, a store. Uh, what the fuck is this magic store? I, I don't understand. It was like a hodgepodge of all religions. It wasn't just. There was mm-hmm. a Virgin Mary. It was a there. new age. There, there was not. Like if it existed today, it would be selling Himalayan salt lamps and essential oil. And essential oil. It's a doTERRA store. Boom. We're done. So it's a pyramid scheme. Yes. Ah. Um, oh, so, pyramids! But was the <laughs> she got in this one? Hey! Yeah. At the magic store, though, when when that woman tells mm-hmm. Sarah, uh, she's got one of the most powerful auras that she's ever felt, and that her mother was a witch too. But and she was like, "That's the end of the movie." Yeah, it's like, towards the end, and I'm like, "That story." I and I agree. So I agree on that perspective. Yeah. That they should have gone down that route. Obviously, that's not the story we got. Yeah. But it would have been a much better one of, hey, mom just died. These powers I'm coming into and learning that, oh, mom was a witch too. Yeah. And almost like taking some of the, uh, oh, I guess it would be like a Harry Potter route almost. Yeah. Right? Like coming to, to realize, oh, shit, I have powers. My parents were and like magical. Like, because the way they have it set up now is they are trying to center us in this universe and tell us what the rules are while also building relationships. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what the scale of this movie in time is because it feels like it's one week. And I don't believe that they're friends. Uh, yeah, I could never catch the name of the god that they were praying or trying to invoke. Start with an M. Was it, I think it's... Manetta? Manel? Manal? Manal? Something like that. Manal? Well, the first time they said it, I thought they said Mandel. Wait, Howie Mandel? Yeah. In this That's where witches come from. That's where witches come from. So, wait. So, back to the Harry Potter thing real quick. So, her mom's a witch, right? I guess so, yeah. I guess. That's what we're told. So, does that make her a mudblood then? No. No. We don't know because here's what we know about magic in this universe. It exists. It's tied to Howie Mandel and her mom could do it. So there's something about, I don't want to touch you in Bobby's world. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Also, uh, the best place to do witchcraft is a field in the middle of the day or a couch off the highway that is just there. Or a beach. Yeah. Oh, okay, so I'm actually lost here. Was Howard Mandel, Howie Mandel in this movie? Yes. yes. Who the fuck was he? All Love of them. Seward the pot. Who? <laughs> 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 the French teacher. The one that you thought was James Spader. That was Howie Mandel? <laughs> no. Oh, so he wasn't in it? No. <laughs> okay. When they, he made a Howie Mandel joke. When they refer to the 
the god that they're trying to invoke. You said, you said uh, I thought that they said Mandel, and I was like, "You said because you said uh, Mandela." No, you said I Mandela. said Mandela. Oh, yeah, they yeah. said Manuel. <laughs> Racist. <laughs> Think a god can't be Mexican. Also, no, I might have an opportunity to do do a Bobby's World impression. You we, should do it anyway. No, Howie Mandel is not related to this. Yes, it is. They're trying to invoke his spirit. Howie Mandel's? Or yeah, as... he didn't want to touch him because he has OCD. Also, doesn't Howie Mandel seem like a bizarro version of uh, Bezos? Yes. Like, they need to fight on, like, a celestial fucking plate. Like, I just want to see them kick the shit it? out of each other. Hmm? How do you know they haven't? I want them to throw each themselves Maybe that's why Howie Mandel doesn't together. touch anyone. He's like Saitama from One Punch Man. He's like, I only have one punch and it's going to destroy it. It's got to be for Bezos. I can't touch anyone. It's got to be for Bezos. The point Blue Origin is that Bezos has to go up there for, like, weekly fights with Howie Mandel. There we go. Does Mandel get up there with a big wheel, like, from Bobby's World? Yes. 100%. That's how he gets down to Earth. In he, the, in no, the no, no, no. the only way he transports. On the, like he lays on his chest, he thinks about Rosie O'Donnell, gets an erection, and that catapults him up into the stratosphere. Does he have a thing for Rosie? Who doesn't? Who doesn't? <laughs> I'd trash that camp any day. <laughs> that was a deep that joke on really that one. <laughs> that was a deep joke. Wow. See, see, when I think I Rosie O'Donnell. so much. When I think Rosie O'Donnell, I can only think of slime because she would always host like the. Kids' Choice Awards yeah, for, like, she years. Did. Gotcha. So I just kind of think that would be, like, her discharge. <laughs> oh! Yeah. I think of Now and Then. The this, candy? No. That's Now and Now and Later. Now and Then is a, is a chick flick that has uh, Christina Ricci and Rosie O'Donnell. Have you never and seen Now and Then? It's about a group of... Or heard oh, of it? I think it's, it's a coming-of-age story. It's like it's, it's, like, a huge movie. Yeah, Rachel no, that movie is... I, I, yeah. We haven't watched it yet. That movie was formative. See, I mostly think of her from A League of Their Own, mostly because I fantasize about a three-way between uh, Rosie O'Donnell and whoever played Marla Hooch. Was that Madonna's character? No, that was the ugly one. Oh. <laughs> Gosh. Wait, Madonna's character was the ugly one, or Marla was the ugly one? Marla's the ugly one. <laughs> okay, then that's... He's dating me, but telling me his ultimate fantasy is Rosie O'Donnell and the ugly one. You never said ultimate. <laughs> I know this man. Maybe it's a, I heard the implied. Maybe it's a baseball no, My ultimate fantasy would be Andrea Jorkin. To be fair. If, Just so he can use the phrase Jorkin you off. <laughs> to be fair, if you're like a baseball fetishist and you wanted to fuck Babe Ruth, the closest living thing is Rosie O'Donnell. It's fair. No lies detected. <laughs> That's fair. That was insensitive. <laughs> You made the joke! To Babe Ruth. <laughs> <laughs> Through this, we have these girls that all of a sudden, because they have their fourth, their powers are growing exponentially. Yeah. Because they are greater than the sum of their parts. That's true. I do appreciate the, like, wishes they made. I feel like they were very teenage girl appropriate. So they go through and this, they have this middle of the day um, <laughs> seance. Yes, that's, that's that's exactly what it is. You know, our intro where we go through the... They're going in without consent. Yeah, it's better. Yes, exactly. When they go in without consent... Except they, one of them never gets the opportunity to them. And it's, it's the black one. The one that they also made carry the backpack to the seance. Oh my gosh. Yeah. She's talking. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, like, they get there, and oh. they've got, like, the whole picnic and all that, and it was like, how did they get Bonnie? that there? We had to rewind it, and it's like, oh, they just made the black girl carry everything. Like, oh, when they get oh. off the bus, all of them are just like, yep, not, not carrying anything, and then Rochelle gets off, and she's like, that's okay. You're gonna feel I'll like a real fool when you watch the deleted scenes, and they're getting out of the car, and like, alright guys, we can each carry a little bit, it won't be too much. He goes, no, I need to train for my diving technique. No, because they chose to cut that. It doesn't count. <laughs> and it was on the bus. Um, Which part of the bus? The back. The back. Oh. Oh. 
I feel like now is a really good place to go ahead and stop for that sponsor break. <laughs> Rosa, Park by Subway. Need, Rosa Parks needed a lot of help. And if you need a lot of help, <laughs> we recommend better help. <laughs> so, okay, the wishes. After they enter the circle. With all seven Dragon Balls. <laughs> <laughs> they each get to ask Howie Mandel for <laughs> one thing. I'm going to say Molog Ball. And yeah. um, Rochelle... Says asking, you want, me, you want me to help you out here? Yes, please. okay. So, yeah, her Rochelle, name's Rachel. Yeah, <laughs> so, so Rochelle wants Ben Stiller's wife to go bald. Party of five, Ben Stiller's wants... wife went real heavy in the racism. That's a oh. good wish. Oh, yeah. Party of five just wants better skin. The water boy's girlfriend, she just wants her dad dead. No, no, she wants no, power. No. When they're initially making the wishes, the phrasing of it is where I was like, oh, these aren't terrible yet. Yeah. And then you get to Deb from Empire Records who just wants to do a casual rape. I I don't think she wants to do casual rape. The yet. the phrasing of it, so when Rochelle she she's she asks to not hate those who hate. And then Mentalist, which is Empire Records, she asks, I want to love myself and be loved by others, which it implies the rape piece of it, but also the whole like she's not comfortable with herself. Here's the crap. thing though, she and then she didn't rape. I mean... Nancy did. She yes. took away... She raped had, the will of somebody. Yeah. Are you saying had, she gave him the, the drug and then Nancy just took her out back? Yeah. Okay. Nev, or Sydney, or uh, 90210, uh, she or, asked to be... to find herself as beautiful on the outside as the in. Which the inside is pretty ugly. Which at the time I didn't think. At the time, I thought, okay, those all are actually halfway decent wishes yeah. for teenage girls to be making. They're asking for the right things. I I want to not hate people who hate. I want to have the understanding and passion to be able to look at someone that hates me for who I am and not hate them back. So That's a good thing to ask for. Yeah. So and something saying... that took years for me to understand and learn as a human being. Yeah. And so I'm like, they're asking for the right things. Then you get to Bobby Boucher's girlfriend who asks for the power of the God. Yeah. Like, and so at that moment, I'm thinking, okay, so these three are asking for the right thing. She's clearly the cynical evil one. But then their actions afterwards, once they have those powers, the wishes are granted to them. Howie Mandel gives, grants them those, right? Uh, so Nev's skin is cleared up. And then all, but then all of a sudden she gets super cocky and starts basically becoming this huge... Dressing face. like a harlot. Oh, definitely. Um, Jezebel. Again, though, they're Catholic. Right. Sure. Um, Rochelle, when their powers are, are amped up, that's when she does the spell for what's-her-face, Ben Stiller's wife, ex-wife, to lose her hair. Yeah. And right, justifiably so, I think. Yeah, because <laughs> if you can dodge a wrench, you can be a racist. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> dicks. So at that moment during the seance, I felt like they were asking for the right thing, except uh -huh. for... Bobby Boucher's girlfriend. Which, she was just like, I want the power of Howie Mandel. She is in a situation in which she is entirely powerless. And I get wanting agency and power. Yes, it gets twisted. They all get twisted. She's a really good villain for me because I understand how shitty A good feels. villain is a relatable one. Yeah. I feel like all of them end up being so, part of the villain. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Krista Stein, both of you have kind of, like, tiptoed on the precipice of something. Would you guys say that the foursome start off with good intentions and then Manon just kind of monkey paws <laughs> things a little bit? 
Or do you think that the darkness was in them the entire time? Both. Free will, is it plays a large piece in this. They have the will to ask for whatever they want. They are given that within the confines of how they had asked it. So if you want to consider that monkey pong, that's fine. But at the same time, I, I don't necessarily, I would assume that a god this powerful or, or an entity this powerful was more of like, a, no, you have to be specific because I, I, I have so many people to take care of. Like, I, I'm not going to like ask you are, are you sure you don't want to phrase it like there's this? you guys exactly there's the lady at the bookstore <laughs> it's and like no one else yeah. exactly so if you're asking i'm, I'm kind of like doing this on a whim you know i'm just yeah that's okay 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 and and then it's up to them to use what they've been given right mm-hmm. or wrong however morality has defined it as such but they're teenage girls and so they're dumb as fuck exactly and that's where i'm thinking that i, I believe that they're acting out of instinct uh, at that for at that age where you you make him you think one thing but you do another and then you go ah I shouldn't have done that you know or yeah. you go no fuck that bitch she deserved it you know I mean like it it it's all depends but that's also what's going to define how they are as an adult that's the difference between like myself who can handle adult relationships mm-hmm. and other people I know who still are that. 15-year-old girl cussing out a mom and getting the cops called on him in the front yard. Just go ahead and say my name. (laughs) So, so essentially what you're saying is is that were this movie, you know, like, continuing at this point down the road, Bonnie, Rochelle, they would definitely be the sort who are like going into restaurants and going like no i don't want to wear a mask yes yeah they are the Karens. you can't make me this is the holocaust they're the karens of the group yeah sarah would probably be the only one who might be able to like manage as an actual adult human being and i'm also 100 percent positive the other one is dead or in congress and that's a great question i think you're right like not so much that it's tiptoeing as much as i think that's just kind of how the characters are is at this point in their lives we have to remember that they're supposed to be teenage girls who are still sort of coming into their own but they're coming into their own with new powers that they know about ahead of time it's very strange it's very convoluted I felt yeah. Like. And then there's like this montage of them going, oh shit, look, we're a sisterhood. Ha ha ha. And they start hanging out at one of the girls' houses. This is when they do the light as a feather, stiff as a board. Light as a feather, stiff as a board. Did you guys ever do that? Yes. No. No. I was once a teenage girl. Of course I did. I didn't have friends that were real. So. I didn't either. That didn't stop me. That was a really weird, like, masturbatory um, thing to me then. Like, you're just like, two fingers, huh? Stiff yeah. as a board. Like, I'm, that's I'm... <laughs> I mean, well, first off, did it work? No. Okay. Yeah. Here's the thing. Yeah. It was me and one other girl, so I'm pretty sure we just didn't have enough witch energy. I, we needed at least one other person. I had yeah, one Yeah, otherwise friend. it's just one person, like, rolling you over. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That would have saved Jimi Hendrix. By the time I was their age, we were no longer doing that. Okay, so it was more of a middle school thing. Which, At that point, you'd moved on to hard drugs. Yes. And yes. And you know me so well. Jimi Hendrix. Which, <laughs> Were there any other? So they do the whole uh, lies of feather stiff as a board. Were there any other things like that that Bloody you guys Mary. remember? Okay, Bloody Mary was the first one. Uh, Ouija board. Ouija and the Ouija board. Okay, yeah. Those were the only two that I thought of. I didn't know if there were any others. Like, I'm Candy sure Man. there are other. It's Candyman. Yeah, it's essentially Bloody Mary, but. You guys have said it twice now. Yeah, we can't say There's it. no mirror. It's fine. Beetlejuice. 
Shut your mouth. <laughs> Who said it once? Uh, Biggie Smalls. Beetlejuice. Biggie Smalls. Biggie Smalls. Did what twice? Said the B word. S- said don't. Bitch? No. Bug. Her. Beetle drink. Or him. Annie Rowe. <laughs> oh, her name's Nancy. That's what it is. Yeah. M is in Nancy. M? What? M is in Nancy. Nancy. Okay, gotcha. He said Nancy. So. No, her name's Nancy. It's M. Nancy? Yes. No, is it really? Yes. It's Nancy. Mancy? No, it's Mancy. Okay. Did you think it was Nancy this time? I thought it was Nancy. <laughs> no, it's Mancy. You're so full of shit. No, I'm not. IMDb it right now. No, no, no. You're not allowed to look it up until you're editing. <laughs> God damn it, Alex. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, it is in fact pronounced Nancy, not Mancy. However, because I'm a fucking idiot, you will, from here on out, hear me referring to her as Mancy, among other names. All right. All right. All right. So, Supercon, everything is going well for everyone but her. All of their wishes are coming true. Nev Campbell's scars go away. The black chick gets revenge on the white chick. Rochelle. And Rachel? <laughs> yes. Rachel and Mancy. <laughs> no, it's Rachel. No, it's Rochelle. Uh, I can see where it gets confusing. <laughs> Because the one that is a witch is Rochelle, and the one that was married to Ben Stiller is Rachel. I'm yes. kidding. <laughs> but her name's Rochelle. And then I really hope people are listening for an actual succinct like oh yeah Guys, summary that is and not character names not not ever if you there's no way they've made it this many episodes in and are expecting actual characters. maybe they're new listeners Zachary Timmy? you should welcome them welcome. New listeners. We're just going to name everyone that we don't know Tibby. Tibby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking Tibby. Also, it's pronounced Tibby. <laughs> Up to this point, we've seen the three girls who aren't Mansi. The reasonable one. Things have come, have come to fruition for them, but don't seem to be working for her. This is where, you know, she goes back. We find out, like, she's in her broken home. It's established that they're very, very low low income because they live in a trailer. They literally, um, someone calls her white trash. And so, yeah, like, someone calls her white trash. Sort of well, no, uh, Rochelle calls her white trash. Oh, yeah. yeah when they ask her, she was like, you're white, says, get over it. She says, oh, yes. Yeah. That, this is a good line. Yeah, it was a great line. That was good. It aged well. And, yeah, we said that's the, you know what, that, that, that line aged better. You're white, honey, get over yeah, it. Yeah, you're white, was, honey. Yeah. Was, the, was the response. But, uh, so. well, she comes home and, like, her dad's, like, you know, probably drunk and step on the, or yeah. stepdad. Well, anyway, like, he's, like, you know, drunk and, like, passed out on the couch. And her mom's just, like, looking like Peggy Bundy. Power goes out. She's like, you motherfucker, you didn't pay the electric bill. And he was like, it's a storm. Like, it just went out. And then later, the microwave catches fire. And he goes, oh, fuck, I paid too much on the electric bill. The microwave <laughs> catches fire because she makes it catch fire. No, he overpaid the electric bill. Too much electricity. <laughs> That's how that works. Mancy, Nancy, Hansy, Timmy. Chancy. Ends up causing the microwave to explode and also causes his heart to explode. Basically, this is the second person that they've murdered in this movie. The first being the vagrants when they drag him out. Did they actually drag him out into traffic with their powers? Or no. Or did he just chase them out there? He was drawn to their power. I thought no, I thought they just moved the cars to him. He found a new snake and he wanted to show them. That's the problem with the way they set up the rules of this universe. We don't know how their magic works. Neither do they. That's yeah. why it works perfectly. It, uh, we find out together. Except that afterwards they're we all don't. cheering that we did it. We did it. I thought it. You thought it. Oh, me too. What do you do after you successfully my, slay your foe? My favorite part about you killing the vagrant 
<laughs> is that I kneel and pray for their soul out of respect. So. Who's your god, though? That's my question. Don't worry about it. How man now? <laughs> this is where we get a good example of the girls highlighting the fact that they are teenagers. It's almost like the movie is trying to remind us uh-huh. that they are teenagers because they'll have these little right there where they're asking for the right things, but then they do it in the wrong way, uh-huh. and then and then they start playing with. Oh, I can change my hair color. It's something so yeah. simple that's like, okay, um, you literally caused a man's heart to explode. Do it. But yes, do it. let's just... You said it's simple. Change your hair color. Oh my God, I oh, can't believe you did that. Where'd your beard go? Huh. <laughs> Zip. Yeah, <laughs> you, got, you got the blonde hair, the like blue the eyes, you're perfect. <laughs> but I mean, it's, it's something so much smaller. There's no long term... You're not I taking mean, someone's life. It, or there's a well. setup though. Sure, but like it's it, it does up. it does lead into that. Okay, my question on all this is that we find out that with Manon, like any kind of power that he gives, like there's a price to be paid. Like you know, you got to pay the toll troll at some point. You know, sure. What's the price for the whole? Now I'm gonna be blonde and back to brunette. Like. The price was she had to go back to Burnett. <laughs> hey, thanks for joining us, guys. Have a great day. <laughs> the price is the next day. She has to spend her day as a ginger. But yeah. No, I believe like, it's pronounced ginger. I'm pro- I thought it was pronounced soulless. This is where we learned that what the price is. The price is whatever you send out, you get back three times and don't get it wet after midnight. Also, that's the whole point where uh, she sells them that book. That very she's like, this expensive. is very, very powerful. Dangerous. Very yeah. dangerous. I will say, they didn't steal that book. That's the one thing they pay for. Character growth. That's, that's all the growth in this movie. The, so the first time they go shopping, they invite a new girl. Shopping. Yes. Air They're quotes. like, want to go shopping? And she's like, I don't have any money. And they're like, well, come anyway. Like, that's what teenagers do. They use and the th- phrase five fingers. fingers. Yeah, yeah. Oh. But then she buys a book and just picks up candles and pays for it. So she had money. She's the new girl. Yeah. I just, uh, I don't have any money, but let me impulse buy some fucking candles. Do you know how to use them? And have you not been there no. before in that situation? Not for candles specifically. I have no money. I just bought blank for no reason. Candles. Anything. Candles. Anything, though. Yeah, yeah. Can- I'm telling you, it's candles. <laughs> so you have been there. Pumpkin spice candles dropped for this. I don't tell candles. people that I don't have money. I just say it to myself. Because right. I do have the money. That's why I can buy them. Hey, Crystal, can I borrow $2,000? No, you cannot. Why I not? just lost my job. That's a really good reason. This <laughs> <sighs> job asked why I, I thought we were going to bring that up. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's fine. <laughs> do you need help finding it? No, I don't want it. Oh, okay. I don't want it back. They can keep it. Well, then, I'd say... Speaking of finding things, so this is where they bring... <laughs> I'd say you fired them. This is yes. where they bring Nemo, a butterfly, a straight-up parakeet, and a snake. So, the Hogwarts house crests. <laughs> um, and they do their Captain Planet thing, and uh, hail to the witch whores. And <laughs> they hold up their crosses, they hold an infinity stone, Jesus has water shoes. Those are the notes that I have in here. Somebody help me die. Like, so, no, they're completely accurate. That, that, that's what I remember having. Yeah. Lightning strikes them as they did the seance. They, they wake up and there's a bunch of dead sharks. As... By the way, I did note, not all those sharks are native to California. Here's the there. thing. I don't think that was a plot choice. I think whoever made this movie just didn't give a shit about sharks. Oh, yeah. No, they I think they hated sharks. sharks. <laughs> they had a vendetta wait, against wait, sharks. Are you telling me that this director is not an ichthyologist? No, I'm telling you the prop master wasn't. Props? No, these are real fucking sharks, fam. 
Did this movie not have an ichthyologist on staff? Let's watch the credits. It just said, like, there's just a Humane Society sticker that says, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> like, did you kill these sharks for the set? Oh, no, 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 no. First I killed them. Then I fucked the orifices that I made for them. Yeah, I think they're fine with that. Not humane at all. <laughs> they're like, I didn't know sharks had blowholes. They don't. They don't. <laughs> they do but, but, man, like... but after they woke up, Mandy <coughs> was walking. Somehow she got teleported into the ocean because she was walking back from it. I don't know how she got there. I think she fucked Poseidon at some point, and yeah. If was... we've all, if any of us have been swimming in the ocean, I think we have. Fuck Poseidon. Poseidon is the ocean. It's true. Yeah. Are you fucking the beach when you go? No, you're fucking the ocean. How are you fucking the ocean? The ocean's fucking me. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. If you ever laid down during low tide, it's disgusting. I'm not doing it. You know, I hate it. Yeah. I'm very uncomfortable with wet services, like the scene where... We can just stop right there. <laughs> where, no, like Ben Stiller's wife in the shower made me, vi- like, uncomfortable. Also, I who showers with a towel on? She wasn't, People who run a PG-13 movie. She wasn't mm. showering. She was breaking down because her hair fell out. The shower was on. Wait, you've yeah, never broken down in a shower with your clothes on before? Nope. Wow. Naked. I'm always naked. In my like four times a week. Yeah. yeah. At least. <laughs> you guys <laughs> and your cis male privilege. This tub catches my, te- my tears. Crying in the shower is the fucking worst. It hurts. Generally, if I cry in the shower, yeah. I also have alcohol in there. <laughs> so, I mean, it's... A shower beer is a good beer. It, it, yeah. Yeah. If you haven't tried it. Oh, I love a shower beer. Have you never had a shower beer? I've had a shower beer. Oh, okay. This is what... Sharks referred to as their 9-11. Uh, we saw a hammerhead, a great white, a tiger shark, a bull shark. There was a dolphin mixed in there. there was and also, they're just assholes. There was also a very sexual component hinted at a lot of the time with the with, witches. With the sharks? With I don't think they were fucking the sharks. I disagree. Okay. Discussion for another day. <laughs> um, but no, with the witches themselves and, and this whole taking in the power of... How so you Mandel? looked up the name of the god. Who was it? Mammon. Mammon, not Mandel. But Mandel is so much better. We'll continue with Mandel. Uh, as the listeners, I hope, also know. But they're, they're constantly talking about taking in his glory. And a lot of times it was just kind of sexualized the way that they were delivering that line. Yeah, but that's just kind of how Wiccans talk in general. Yeah, I guess. It's always about putting something inside themselves or reaching deep within themselves and pulling out that wild orgasm. So at this point, when they have their second seance, they call on the winds of the east and the west and the north, whatever the fuck, and Mancy is emboldened with the power of Howie Mandel. When they wake up the next morning, there's dead sharks all over the beach. Uh, it wasn't the next morning. It was like five minutes later. Wasn't it? The sun was up now. Was the sun down when they did it? Yeah. yeah it was, they it was, were, it was like middle of the night. Oh. Yeah, yeah, there's like a whole thing of Rochelle like waking up. Okay. And she's just like, oh, I thought like all, they all just happened. got knocked out and then. No, like they wake up and then they see Mansi like walking back to them across so the So she water. woke up earlier and went to go get snacks. Which the Probably. weirdest part to me is, okay, so she's walking to the shore from the water. From her perspective, she knows the dead sharks are there. She already sees them, yeah. Like, she should be seeing what's going on on the other side of the beach. And shouldn't the beachgoers who are freaking out about the dead sharks yeah. also see, see Jesus her sleeping? walking to <laughs> Like... Like, there were police there, for fuck's sake. Yeah, this is a shooter. This is a, this is a movie that just unravels if you think about it too much. Don't, so. don't pull that thread. <laughs> this is the point it unravels. Like, even if you barely think, in, think way, about it. Oh! It starts spiraling. With the sharks. At this point, 
Act one is done, and we are officially into act two, is what I would say. I would say that this is kind of act two. We're like a three-act play here. So act one is kind of like, hey, I'm new in town, and I've got these psychic powers. Act one ends with the daytime seance, I think, where they make the wishes. And then act two is, hey, they've got superpowers now, and they're doing some cool stuff with it. But also so And then three basically is, oh, these aren't really that great. That's where I saw act one ends here because they wasted a lot of exposition and time in Act 1. Act 2 is when they use their power against What's-His-Nuts. Chris? Against, yes, Skeetorwick's character. That whole thing and how they handle that situation. This is, Act 2 is the rape act. Act 3, now it's them against each other. That's where I drew the the, the, the Okay. in my mind. Because after this, it's, hey, they now officially have the power of Howie Mandel. Mancy has, you know, laid claim to being the all power of their group. Uh, even though I feel like it's hinted at that she's not actually the one that has the all power, which we find out in the end is true. Um, right, right. But I think she, not only are they convinced, but she is also convinced that she is the protagonist of this. Oh, 100%. So this is where we start seeing the sisterhood start to diverge. Travel? Yes. Fallopians, thank you. Fallopians 314. They start to divide. You're trying to win them over is used. Uh, I think Mancy uses that towards Sarah when she's talking about how they have to be careful with these things and like you can't keep using your powers for bad stuff or whatever. You know, she just keeps reminding them about the whole returning threefold thing. And that's when Mancy like says that she's trying to win them over, them being the other two witches, which immediately implies that there are sides. She's trying to get three fourth with which majority, which is how which Senate works. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the my precious. That's when you yell. I said something about my precious, and you yelled, "Leave Brittany alone." <laughs> 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 when when uh, what's his face's ex wife was in the shower yeah. with her scrotum head. See, well, remember that one girl was just like, "Oh my god, what's happening?" When this has been happening over the course of at least a week, and so like that oh, one yeah. girl that like freaked out like. You think she was like the whole time was being nice, but like she knows her friend oh, is Oh, it's balding. really not that bad. Yeah, and now she's like, oh my god, you're a monster. <laughs> <laughs> so the implication I got was that she took a shower after gym and just a ton more fell out. Oh, sure. Like, that's kind of my Or nightmare. it's been weighing on her this whole Stop time. Stop showering. That's the problem. Yeah. Something I really wanted to talk about for Act 2 was specifically Sarah and how she used her power on Chris. So Chris is... You mean to rape him? Yes, I to think so. She, she totally mind raped him, which ended up coming back at her threefold. <laughs> was my take on the whole situation. He folded her three times. The spell that she casts on him is that he falls. It's a love spell that he literally has no control over anything. He can't sleep. He can't eat. He doesn't know why. I don't love this. It's like something's happening to him. He's just all of a sudden a hundred percent infatuated with her, which obviously can go through some phases of being cute and then being dangerous <laughs> and it's a great example it's too bad she just didn't cast that spell on herself did she because she could have loved herself actively cast a spell on him yes there was a, a scene where they okay so they did the 
they did a scene for that. They did to get back at him, remember, because they hung out and then she had to get home and then yeah. he was upset about it and then he told everyone that she was a great lay and then he wouldn't talk no, to her. No, that she was a terrible lay. Terrible lay. Worst one he'd ever had. So she does that spell. You know, uh, she gets a phone call, which is just really funny because it's on one of those giant brick phones. Yeah. You know, it's uh, Sarah does and it's Chris and he's like talking about just how he can't be. He's like, I, I can't be without you I, we should move in together what the fuck are you talking about dude? no he's that's like, when he was in the balcony and he's like I have no it idea was a Romeo and, then, and then they're hanging out because she gets in a fight with the girls so she's hanging out with him again which isn't that how it happened the first time that she hung out with him mm-hmm. they act like they're very close friends but I feel like a good chunk of this movie they are actively fighting isn't that what like female relationships just are no in high school no. Really? Well, I, I'm not a good judge of that because nobody liked me in high school. I also heavily rejected anything that was the least bit feminine. I was very much a pick-me girl. That doesn't sound very healthy. It was you not. You know who else would tell you that? The wonderful people at Better. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's going to listen to this like, we should should sponsor them, but only if Dustin does it. What were your takes on that? Because eventually what ends up happening is that they're hanging out... He tries making a move on her. She doesn't want anything. He can't help himself. She gets out of the car to run away. He chases her down, and it ends up with him trying, basically just trying to rape her. I mean, one rape deserves another. And, and that, so that's where I was looking at. I was like, this is her threefold. Not, and I'm not trying to say... the entire world. Because I don't think she was ever, like, a bad person in this. I think she was an average teenage girl who had good decisions and bad, but who felt regrets, and, you know, this is unfortunately one of them mm-hmm. but she made a bad choice mm-hmm. but then i'm like does that does it sound like i'm saying well look at how she's rushed she's actually like because that's not what i mean at all i, I think that so i, I wanted well, to know it, it, well, was, it isn't well. the consequences of my actions it was surprisingly graphic I think is my problem with that scene. It was definitely i went oh this is the second movie in which we're about to witness someone be raped yeah and that, like if you think of about this movie being targeted at middle schoolers because it's about high schoolers. It's so fucked up. That's way too much for a middle schooler. Yes. I'm I'm in my mid-30s and it upset me. Yeah. Mid-30s and today we're in the 2020s and it's like where I would say that we have been desensitized to a lot of things due to the sheer amount of content that's available now. And 9-11. Uh, fuck. Even now, I was like, holy shit. Like, that, for a PG-13 movie, yeah. I, was, I was not expecting it to be that... Yeah. That forceful. Yeah. Although, I guess that is what rape is, but, I mean, like, not, that, you know what I mean? Like, for... But, but not visually, always. for a, a piece of artwork, I was... Yeah. yeah. It was really well acted. Oh, for sure. Like, I had a visceral reaction. To be fair, they're both going to a Catholic high school. They've both been raped before. He definitely had seen her. You do know that the entire Catholic issue would be fixed if they just forced priests to wear fucking, like... Condoms? No. um, Chastity belts? Chastity belts. Chastity cages. All you hear every time that the, the, you know, the little boys that are carrying the thing, ding, like every time that they walk by with the little... You'd have to put one on their heads, too. Why? So they can't suck little boys' dicks. That too. Like, it's not only no, butt you're fucking. Right. Yeah. You're yeah. right. You're 100% right. Well, they also just touch the kids. Yeah. I mean. So yeah. they have to wear, like, gloves. Just, just put them behind cages then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, just throw the whole priest in a cage. Oh, my God. 
right? Never them. let them out of the confessional booth. You tax them. To um, but then there's like, you know, glory holes and stuff and just... You, you the whole slot is a glory hole. That's the holy... It, it's a grace hole. That's the holy, the holy glory hole. <laughs> I think... I think that there's a hymnal entitled Holy Glory Hole. <laughs> oh, be us and enter the hole. <laughs> Slide a $5 bill through the bathroom stall door. <laughs> Is that real? No, you actually. I was just, sorry, I, I, You've actually I wasn't never, actually raised the... Catholic. I, full disclosure, I was raised in Nexium. So the you fuck know. is a Nexium? Oh, you! If it's a Pandora's box, I don't want to start it. It, it, it is okay. I don't want to. I'll, I'll I'll Wikipedia it later, and then I'll edit it to the way I want it to run. <laughs> I just changed an entire religion. <laughs> did you ever watch Smallville? Oh uh, no, actually. Okay, I was gonna say because if you did, you're in for a surprise. <laughs> she pled guilty, right? Yes. Okay. Good. Was she innocent? Fuck that bitch. No. Oh. God, no. Um, young women to come in, get their genitals branded, all sorts of fun. Oh, fuck, I know what you're talking about now. Yeah. Oh, fuck, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's really fucked up. So anyway, the craft. I mean. Back to the Catholics. So she lures this young woman in, and her genitals get branded. <laughs> oh. Also, I I really enjoy Skeet Ulrich's performance in this. Yeah. And just about anything. Why Skeet? Why is his name Skeet? Why? Because it's the 90s. Yeah. Why? Your name was Skeet or Boomer? I can name three fictional characters from the 90s named Skeet or Skeeter. There were like four names in the 90s. Randall. Yeah. Randall, Skeet, Boomer, and Jason. Zach was very common in the 90s, too. I know a lot of Zachs. Like, I'm not even making a joke because his name is Zach Stein. Like, I literally call him Stein because one of my other best friends... From high school is named Zach, so I had to differentiate in my head the differences. He was made in the eighties. Well, Skeet was made in the seventies. Nah, Skeet was made in the nineties when the movie was written. No, his real name is Skeet, though. Oh fuck! Not the character. You're right. Yeah, the character name is Chris. Yeah. To be fair, Skeet Ulrich was born Brian Ray Trout. <laughs> so why so, Skeet? Like, like because his name was Brian Ray Trout. You know why? <laughs> you know why? Because here are, like, all the thumbs that are casting for movies, and, like, wait, this dude's name is Skeet? Nah. Sticks out. Brian doesn't. Yeah. No, fuck no, Brian doesn't. It's like, name your kid Carl. It's like, ew. <laughs> That's literally one of the worst names. Really? It sounds pedophilic. Yeah? Do you really want to know? Yes. The nickname Skeet originated from Skeeter, a nickname he was given by his Little League coach because of his small stature and because he was as fast as a mosquito. To further yes. digress... Shake the, head furiously. <laughs> the Wikipedia article on Skeet Ulrich is the gift that keeps on giving. Did you know that Skeet Ulrich was a kidnapping victim and was missing for three years? No. Ulrich's father kidnapped him and his brother when he was six years old, and they spent the next three years moving from Florida to New York and then to Pennsylvania. They were reunited with their mother in North Carolina, where his father disappeared from his life. But how the fuck do you get into acting, like, pretty close to after that? Yeah. Like, that's just fucking weird. He's been acting for three years. And he's literally yeah. not connected to anybody. I mean, that would make sense to make a move to L.A., and, like, I have nothing holding me back at yeah. that point. Everything's a lie, and I have to put on a facade to... So I might as well get paid. I might as well get paid to do it. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Now he's like the deepest actor of that generation. Another, another tasty bit from his Wikipedia article. Yes. Skeet Ulrich enjoys woodworking.
Okay, so yeah, so there's that whole rape scene. Yeah. And then she goes running back to the girls, and then she tells the girls what happened, and this is where Mancy ends up, like, taking things into her own hands to handle him. Mancy shapeshifts herself, so now she's Stephanie, and she goes to the party where, I don't understand the concept of this, or, like, the trail of thought here. Try to rape a girl, unsuccessful, oh well, might as well just go to this party, we had no idea the party was happening. No. No. That there was very no, confusing. There was no scene. They were with, on the with, way to the party. With, there was no scene where the flyers were thrown down the stairs in yeah. slow motion for everybody to grab. You didn't have Breck and Meyer going, yo, bro, you guys coming to this party tonight? That's all you had to do to know that there was a I, party You know somewhere. what? It was a Donald Faze online and he never showed up. That's why. Mm. Bringing it back. I don't know. I assumed it was a different day. Oh, see, I thought it was and like, I, no, it was right after happened. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watching, I was like, oh, it's a different day, because that made sense to me. And I was like, no, it's the same fucking night. Basically, Mancy ends up killing Chris. Force pushed him out the window and murdered him. Yes. I feel like this movie was originally a horror, like a really good horror movie. And they're like, nah, teenage girls don't like that. Make it a comedy. And this and, is this is the abortion of yeah. that. Um, so this is where we get, there's a distinct separation of the group. Now Sarah is on her own. The fourth is now... She's come out as anti-rape. A very brave stance. Very, very brave stance. Um, That's why they turned on her? Because she had remorse? Yes. Yeah. She okay. was like, hey, maybe we don't do this. And they're uh, like, but... Also, because she blamed Mancy. Mancy for killing Chris. Like, that was straight up murder. Third time now. We get... Sarah tries to do a binding spell on... Mancy. On Mancy. Which, again, highlighting doing the right thing because not only is she trying to bind her from doing a harm to others, but also from doing harm to herself. Because she's losing her reality. They're also just like walking tits up and just just cocky. Because they have magic and nobody else in this world has magic. I'd be cocky too. Question. What is the cost of the binding spell? Like, if everything, if everything they do... Three, yeah. Well, that's just it. Is the cost always a negative? Yeah. I don't Because I don't think cost is the word that is used. I think that's it's fair. that... Hang on. I, I think it's I actually given have back the Well, is there even a positive... Returned. Returned. It's a very neutral spell. Is it? Because she can't cause... The binding is in a is in a positive light. Whatever you send out, you get back three times. So, if you send out good vibes, you get back good vibes. If you send out bad vibes, you get... Back bad, but, back bad vibes. Okay, okay. Mancy and the other two is leading this crusade with the other two against Sarah now because Sarah has, they threaten her. They tell her she needs to move out of the state, possibly the country. Because she doesn't want to sit with them anymore. Because she doesn't want to. But I think really, I think it's because Mancy knows that she's a threat, that yeah. she does oh, have yeah. the power uh, available to her, that she might be able to embody the power of Howie Mandel better and to a higher amplitude. Howie um, Mandel is her daddy. They end up attacking her yeah. on 9-11 or something because, like, her family dies in the plane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah they, they flew up to the plane and punched it so hard it fucking crashed. Her parents are on the plane. Yeah. They, like, gave their her parents a spell to go on vacation. There's a vacation spell. Well, no, they, they, they just glamoured a plane crash. Yeah. Illusions, my friend. Right, 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 right. Illusions. But the thing is, like... But they're... Oh, okay, yeah. But, but the thing is, like, the way, like... Tricks are something about this for money. Uh, she was or like, yeah, there's, there's a note for you. And she reads it. It's like, oh, we just, like, all have a sudden to go back to San Francisco. And it's just like, okay, so now well, we know... because they thought... It's because they thought that she ran away there. 
Oh, really? Yeah, that that was what they told. So they left a note for her daughter that they thought was not going to be there because she wasn't where they were going. That doesn't make any sense. Yep. Um, basically, the there's and, and then all of a sudden there's like snakes and rats and maggots and scorpions. Oh and, my! And, and and Madagascar roaches and it's <sighs> literally a house of my nightmares just everywhere oh, yeah. in this old house that they live in. The only note I took about all of the sequence is snake hands is the most terrifying concept. Like they have oh, hands yeah. and then the fingers are just snakes. Yeah. I and so that it. is Mancy and the other two. Is it snake hands? Yes. That's okay. Mancy and the other two basically mentally attacking uh, Sarah and trying to scare her and then uh, trying to get her to end up committing suicide, yeah. which is pretty intense. Dark. You know, kind of like camping. They call, this is where we get the Tom Cruise-esque uh, a la interview with a vampire nancy was a lot of fun in this scene she was she oh. was although i would say that she brought the exact same level and energy to her performance in Waterboy. Waterboy also would have been a great horror film with a little bit of different editing i mean you literally have kathy bates in it but yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's all you needed yeah. right there she re-slit her wrist nancy slit sarah's yeah. yes yeah but perpendicular yes that's a Really good evil plan. Mm-hmm. Wait, what is psychological? Yeah, it's like, psychological warfare. Trying to get her to like slitting her wrists so it looks like she killed herself. I don't think she needs to hide the murder by any means. She's a fucking witch. She's, she's say, torturing her. I'm gonna say point. no. I'm gonna say it's a bad way. plan because the y- first yes. time she tried to do it, she did it the right way. Which Mancy acknowledged. Which no, also that shows wasn't Mancy who acknowledged it. It was um, Bob Neff Campbell. Neff Campbell. Okay. Yeah, that would Mancy. also show that. I'm not saying the plan was executed well. I'm just saying the plan of like, oh, we know you have this trauma in your past. We're going to use that against you. Yeah, they're torturing her. They're having pleasure in doing this. Yeah. Um, This is where... Because they're more bitches than witches. I have so many different names written down for this god along the way based on what I think I heard. I have Mandel, Manal, Mammal, Mamal... Mickey Mantle. <laughs> I'm all over the place. The most Howie Mandel. So Sarah invokes Howie Mandel because that's the only way that she basically can overpower the threesome. That's how I get through most threesomes. <laughs> invoking the power of Howie Mandel. Only Is school. that at her house or was that at the store? They started it at the store, but yeah. then she ran out in fear because that magic fireball came through. I cast fireball, goddammit. Uh, also, I love to ask how big the room is. <laughs> also, I just, I just love how the white gypsy went to the Egyptian rug to get the answers that they needed. Like, uh, let's ask Ra what we should do. Yo, Ra, how do we kill witches? Yo, use this shit. So, thanks, Ra. This is where, when she goes to invoke Howie Mandel, I was like, oh my. And I really wanted there to be like a human form that yeah. appears to her and like helps her up off the ground and like. Like imposes his power inside of her. Um, again, very sexual, and I wanted it to be Antonio Banderas. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted it so bad to be midnight. Yeah. Antonio Banderas. That's on the be... cutting room floor because Donald Faison was supposed to help him with it. Oh, yeah, gotcha. gotcha. This is where Donald Faison was going to do the motion capture. Yeah. <laughs> I personally went up with Paul Rubens. Paul Rubens. I thought you were going to say Paul Rudd, and I'm also okay with that choice. This is where I'm like, well, yeah, the idea I'm being that if it was Antonio Banderas. Because it would just rippling, just wet everywhere. Just all, I mean, well, just like have been, gushing. At the time, shouldn't it shouldn't have been Fabio, really. 
No, yeah, Fabio was kind of a joke. At that yeah. point, you know, he was, he was recovering from the whole goose thing. <laughs> Six legs. And so... What? He had a goose. Oh, Fabio was on a roller coaster in the mid-90s, and a goose, goose. flew into his <laughs> face, and when the roller coaster stopped, he came off it, like, covered in blood and feathers. Yeah, he had to have, like, plastic reconstruction on part of his face. I love this yeah. story yeah. so much. Yeah, people called him Gruz for, like, ten months. Yeah. Oh, this is where I said the effects in this movie are actually pretty decent, because we get a lot of the shape-shifting stuff and a lot of the... Well, also for 1996. And... CGI is not big yet. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, we haven't had Spider-Man oh. 1 yet, so... <clears throat> and uh, nor have we had any of the Lord of the Rings films, all of those of which were... Staples. Really staples for, for what CGI became today. The last note I have is that falling glass effect was amazing. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if that was sarcasm. I assume it wasn't. I don't remember the shot at all anymore. I didn't. I they didn't broke take a mirror. Basically, yeah. I thought it was supposed to be okay. It was a transition. Yeah. Okay. And it was well done. Again, good directing. I feel like there was a good director attached to this, and whatever was cut together, I want to. I blame the editor. Give me the Snyder cut of this. Yes. That's what I want. Give me a six-part, <laughs> five-and-a-half-hour, like, Snyder cut of this, and I bet it would be a pretty dope-ass movie. The craft. The it, shaft cut. The shaft craft cut? The shaft cut. So yeah. It's, just, it's, a, it's a circumcision. <laughs> it's very Jewish. And isn't dick skin just, like, a witch's ingredient anyway? Yeah. Like, Ayanute. Tail of salamander. Dick's tail of man. Skin, skin of dick. <laughs> Juice of the beetle. Neck of the turtle. Yeah. I'm pretty sure if you go and find that footage on the cutting room floor, it's an excellent horror movie. Also, like, it's a legitimately scary horror movie. Also, also but they, puppy dog tails. Yeah. Sarah ends up beating Mancy. Mancy goes Nancy. insane. Nancy ends up in an insane asylum. And this is where we keep talking about one of the one of those shots where it's it's her on a bed on a hospital bed she's strapped down camera is on the ceiling the camera is the top down yeah, yeah. exactly it's, it's a tile it, it's so plain and maybe, simple maybe i'm reading too much into that but one of the best parts to me is that like i said they use a lot of dutch angles the crazier and crazier that nancy gets mm-hmm. And when that shot from above starts, it's crooked. And as they give her the drugs, it straightens out. That is brilliant. And again, highlighting how good the director was. And I believe that that is why if we... I think it is, was originally, from a director's point of view, probably supposed to be more horror. Uh, or at least a psychological thriller. Uh, at, at least. At the very least. Yeah. That, that is not what we got. I'm willing to bet that's not the director's piece. Chick flicks with dicks. Starting out, Dustin, we're going to start with you. When when someone says chick flick, what is the first film that pops into your mind? While you were sleeping. What are your must-haves for a film when you're looking for chick flicks? Female protagonist, focused on romance, Sandra Bullock. Gravity is a chick flick. What would your all-time favorite chick flick be? Mean Girls. And why? Mean Girls. Oh, there you go. It's and Mean Girls. It's just, there's not a bad moment in that. Like, it's almost a perfect movie. It is on point the entire time. It doesn't stop being good. We can do, I'll pick a couple. I, I sent, like, a list of some things when it comes to the subject film. Are, are there any on there that you really wanted to touch on? Oh, absolutely. So, uh, <laughs> recasting this. Yes, that's, <laughs> that's one of my favorites is the recast. All right. 
So I'm I'm be real honest. Like I was scratching my head on this because I I do kind of believe in a in an age appropriate casting. Like it annoys me. Mm-hmm. I cannot watch anything on the CW because it's like, hey, it's a random high schooler who's 15 years old being played by a guy who's 38. Like, right? Mm, stop with that. So it's it's a little bit difficult to find people that would be age appropriate to do that. Like they're just not out there. So unless you cast a group of complete unknowns and let them just go with it, uh. So if we're going to talk, uh, you know, actual actual actresses and stuff, people who are known, uh, Dove Cameron for Sarah, uh, Zendaya as Nancy. Okay, <laughs> I think she would have fun with that. Yeah. Uh, so then for her for her cronies, uh, you go with uh, Chloe Grace Moritz as Bonnie. Nice. And uh, Anna Taylor Joy as Rochelle. Okay. Okay. So now, Chris, uh, I, I I know I'm so sorry you didn't really appreciate this. My pitch to this earlier. But uh, you go with Tom Holland, and yeah. you give him the chance to actually be the villain. I think he would be fantastic, almost like when Jake Gyllenhaal yeah. was first a villain. I mean, yeah. you're not wrong. I just, just love Tom Holland. No, that would just fuck up, because the second she force pushes him out the window, he just swipes things away from <laughs> someone else. Yeah, <laughs> this is the It turns out to be an MC. Yeah, that's a... <laughs> uh, Trey, uh, I, I, I don't know, uh, uh, Timothy Calme. Uh, Mitt, though, you continue with Breck and Meyer. 100% he comes back to <laughs> the just, role. You just put Breck and Meyer in there. Breck and Meyer's got to eat. That's true. You just go with that. Uh, other than that, the only other person that I would put into this uh, would be uh, Mansoor Thapa. Uh, for him, uh, you just get John Hamm. Because if I'm going to cast any movie, I'm going to put John Hamm into it somewhere. Even if it's a minor role. Even if it's John Hamm sitting there, he's like, no, 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 Francois. <laughs> and I would let John Hamm just do that in like the most... John caricature <laughs> of, of French accents like oh, oh, oh. he you know. so good well done sir insert applause thank you thank you can we just have John Hamm in all of the roles though I think he could do it he can be the vagrant yeah he can be Sarah's dad. He can be all. He just plays all, all the adult roles. He's no, 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 no. He's all the bookstore lady. It's just John Hamm in a wig and a dress. Everywhere. Yeah. Just like, no makeup. Then no. he's got like yeah. he's just, shadow. He's just got. He's just got a wig that's very clearly a wig, yeah. and he's just in a sundress. <laughs> he's like, how about this book? It's he's called like, like a weird Eastern European slash French slash. I don't. But it fakes in and out. It just it comes and goes. The accent comes and goes. He's also one of the sharks washed up on the beach. <laughs> and somehow they CGI him in because he's also one of the cops, but he doesn't have a cop car. It's just John Hamm going. Ew, 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 ew. I would watch the fuck out of this movie. <laughs> Is this a chick flick? Yeah. As ninety standards go, yeah. Vaguely, yes. Yes, based on the editing and how it is clearly marketed, is a chick flick, but it should not be. It should be a horror movie. I would agree. I would say yes. The movie we got is presented. Yes, it's a chick flick. Mm-hmm. It is sisterhood. That is not really sisterhood. Of the traveling mean craft. Of the traveling mean craft. Exactly. <laughs> oh, man. On a scale of 1 to 10, as a chick flick, what would you rate this? So, I'll start it. As a chick flick, I'm going to give it a 6. I'm giving it a D. I think it falls in the chick flick category based on how it's presented, but I think it fails across the board in many aspects of chick flicks they should have picked a lane like you said if they had stuck on 
her the relationship with her mom. That's something that we've brought up time and time again with some of these. That would have won them an extra point. Mm-hmm. I think if they had run a little more in depth on the coming of age piece, even the rape piece, the, the sexual awakening that's taking place and, and the dichotomy between the two, that could have been a whole other thing that I think might have wanted a, another point. But they didn't. It was just a hodgepodge of a bunch of shit. And that's the way it got cut together. So for me, I'm going to give it a six. Alex? I'll give it a good old seven. Okay. Because as a uh, coming of age kind of thing, because you could also say this is an allegory for puberty in a, in a way. They're the age for it, right? Well, I guess they're a little old. For, like, they're pretty well deep in yeah. They're balls deep in puberty at this point, I guess. But they're becoming women. Right. And no other movie really like pinpoints one of the most important times in a woman's life of transitioning into a full-blown woman of watching a homeless man get hit by a fucking car. <laughs> that, that is a traditional rite of passage. Yes, and it finally you finally get to see it on film in a tasteful way. In a back, tasteful way. <laughs> back axle and all. <laughs> that was a very, like, Bad Boys 2 shot right there yeah. as well. <laughs> uh, that, was a, that was their Michael Bay moment. <laughs> he should have exploded. <laughs> Turned into a Decepticon. The car should have turned into a Decepticon afterwards. Get some lens flare going. Oh, man. But then you gotta have that scene of, you know, the American flag and Eagle flies down. Slowly the guy rise slow, up. The yeah. guy slowly stands up as the camera slow pans around, around him from below. <laughs> Dustin. Uh, five. It's mediocrity at its finest. It Some decent performances like like average performances really fantastic direction the filmography was very well done Kristen as a movie six as a chick flick three okay like I enjoyed it had a bunch of stuff they made the wrong choices what was it missing for you for it to get a three a direction like a a point that is not because if you here's the thing if you focus on the mother or the coming of age or anything to give it a more cohesive plot, you can create a horror movie that is also a chick flick. But it didn't. Sure, yeah. 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 But instead... Carrie, too. They waffled, and we have... Yeah, we waffled. And we have this. And there are fun parts of it. Does not work as a chick flick. So, Chris, I have a question for you. I have an answer for you. Sorting hat on the witches. Throw them in the houses. Where's Mancy go? Slytherin! Easy. Full of ambition. All right, where's Rochelle go? She's kind of vanity, but she's also revenge. I'd say Ravenclaw. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's a Ravenclaw. Okay. Uh, where would you put uh, Nevi? That's the scarred one. Nevi yeah. Campbell, yeah. I'm, I'm going. Hufflepuff. I think she's the Huffy? I think she's, she's the Huffy. She's... Hufflepuffs are into like... Orgies. Making people happy. And drugs. And I feel like That's she's... That's what Nev wants... With the physical piece, so that she can dive into that world. Oh my gosh, she was Neville Longbottom all along. <laughs> the real Horcrux was the friends we made along the way. The real hero of the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then uh, what's her face is Gryffindor because of course she would choose Gryffindor. My mom would want me to go here. Yeah, she just walks in the halls of Gryffindor. If I don't get into Gryffindor, I'm gonna try to kill myself again. Sorry, he had to sweat. He's like, <laughs> he's like, not on me. 
I'll okay. pass this one so, to McGonagall. Not so, again. Since this I is go this again. our Halloween spooktacular, uh, I have one bonus question: Is is this a Halloween movie? Oh sure, it's got it's got a creepy crawlies and all that fun shit. It's got murder, Nancy going nuts. Like there's a lot of scary things that are happening. If I didn't know that, that was a TV, I'd be scared. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Watching this around Halloween feels feels correct. Right. Feels right. Yeah. Feels good. Dustin? Uh, it has a bunch of snakes, and <laughs> nothing terrifies me more than danger noodles. So, oh, oh yeah, it's... it's Danger noodles. That's what I always called my penis. Mm. The danger noodle. I, um, I call mine Roy. <laughs> Roy Slocum. So yes, scrotums the feet. Ha- Halloween. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Halloween. No. Okay. I would agree that this was a- definitely a great for Halloween. Is there a Halloween chick flick that is not about witches? Yeah, Twilight. Okay. Yeah, but is that a Halloween? That it literally has werewolves and vampires in it. I think it has to be considered. But yeah, you should watch it. If you have to set it, well, I, I don't know. It's also you could also say it's a Valentine's Day movie because they kiss and shit. Is it a Valentine's Day movie? Because well, it's about love, unhealthy relationships. Which is it what Valentine's flick about unhealthy relationships? Sure, not always. What chick flick have we watched that wasn't about unhealthy relationships in one capacity or another? Fucking Bonnie and Clyde. Not Bonnie and Clyde. <laughs> What's her face's relationship with to her husband? To each other. I thought you meant between the main characters. No, at all. No. Oh, yeah. Hel- unhealthy relationships in general is a staple, what? I think. That yeah, but what movie is not going to have conflict? Conflict doesn't necessarily have to be relationship. I can sure. only think of one piece of media that consistently is heavy, has healthy relationships, and it's Ted Lasso. Chick fucks with dicks. Well, guys, hey, thank you so much for joining us for this year's uh, Halloween Spectacular, Dustin. It was fantastic having you, finally. Thank you. Um, we will have to have you back for the one with Sandra Bullock. Yeah. At, uh, Rape You While You Sleep. Yeah. What's it called? <laughs> That's it. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> uh, uh, sleep Fondles. Is sleep Fondles and, I would watch Peter, that porn. and Peter Gallagher's eyebrows. <laughs> sleep Fondles sounds like the Bill Cosby story. And on that note. <laughs> Bill Cosby hurt so many people and those people need help. And if you need help, <laughs> better help is here. Oh my Put god. Put in the promo so code J E L L O for the Bill Cosby. <laughs> and the put the promo code in, in the promo. We'll make a pact if we ever get sponsored by BetterHelp. That's our code. And they're gonna be like, why? And we'll be like, because we love fucking jello. <laughs> Do you not love jello? What's wrong? Jello makes you happy. This episode has been brought to you by Jello. <laughs> Shake it till you make it. All right, guys. Thank you so much. We oh, we're still recording. Enjoy it. We'll talk at you soon. Bye. 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 Bye.